Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. I hope you all have had an amazing holiday season so far. Um, I'm sure a lot of you guys are on Christmas slash winter break. Um, I am until January 3rd, so that's exciting. Whole two weeks off school. Um, And I know a majority of my listeners are from America, so you guys probably have the same thing. Two weeks off school or something rough like that. Um, Roughly like that. But I, yeah, I don't know. I mean... (laughs) Christmas was good. I feel like the older I get, the less Christmassy it feels. And I've heard that from so many people. People are like, oh, it doesn't feel like Christmas this year. You know, I don't feel the same holiday spirit as usual. And I feel like that's very common um, amongst everyone. But I also think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, like, the age group that's on TikTok is kind of just like growing up. Obviously, there's all sorts of age groups on there, but like, I guess I see videos mostly with people from my age group. And so then the comments are filled with the same age group of, of that person. And so like generally the comments are like, yeah, maybe we're just growing up. And that's why, you know, because when you're little, obviously Christmas is an entirely different experience. You get presents from Santa, you're excited, you have an elf on the shelf or, you know, whatever it is. And when you get older, it's more just like, okay, I'm stressed out because I have to buy gifts for my family. Like, it shouldn't be a stressful thing, but it just becomes something stressful. Um, But, you know, not to say that I don't enjoy Christmas. It's definitely my favorite holiday. And I did have a really good Christmas this year and I got to spend it with my family. Um, So that was great. I, I went on a trip. You guys probably saw, if you follow my Instagram, just my main Instagram, um, you probably saw that I posted that I wasn't posting a podcast episode the previous Monday because it was my mom's birthday and I was out of town. Um, I was actually going to visit my cousins and my grandpa and my aunt and uncle, you know, all of them. And then I saw some of my uh, mom's family friends that live there because it was a, she used to live in the South. So we went back there to, to visit people that she knew. Um, So that was a really good trip. I was there for about five days and I was just really excited to see everyone, especially my grandpa, because, because of COVID, I've really only seen him once this entire like whole time that COVID has been going on um because you know traveling and all that's just harder and different so anyways it was a really good trip and I'm really glad that I got to see so many people that I haven't seen in a long time Uh, most of it was just spent relaxing we didn't really go out anywhere because the new variant is kind of going crazy right now um if you guys (laughs) haven't heard of it um, it's Omicron, the Omicron variant of COVID. I'm sure you have though, cause like everyone's talking about it. Um, and it's the early studies suggest that it's not as deadly as like the Delta variant and other variants, but it spreads like four times faster than Delta. That's what I last read. I mean, the data is constantly changing, but, um, I, you know, I am grateful that it so far doesn't seem to be as deadly as the other variants. So it makes me feel a little bit better, but still, because it spreads so fast, there's still going to be more hospitalizations um, overall. So it kind of sucks. It's just like, it's, you know, I'm trying not to be pessimistic, but COVID, you know, we're going into two years now, this pandemic, and it's really frustrating because it's like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of things that I missed out on, but at the same time, I feel like I also have taken advantage of what is available to me, and I've still had, like, really good times even during a pandemic, and I'm sure um, a lot of you guys have too, but, you know, you know, the pandemic is just, it's not something that people want to deal with anymore. I mean, it's obvious. No one wants to deal with it anymore. No one wants to, you know, wear a mask all the time or worry about if they're going to infect their grandparents or worry about their schools getting shut down. Like, you know, it's just added stress to every single person's life. And, you know, some people it affects 
affects more severely than others, but at this point, like, everyone in the world basically has been affected in some way or another by COVID, and that's, like, the hard part is that, like, I, I, I get so stressed out reading, you know, news headlines and reading articles and, you know, looking at data and charts and graphs because I'm so, like, interested in what's going on with COVID, so I'm, I'm usually checking a lot, but it's, it's very frustrating sometimes because I'm just like, I wish, you know, people would listen a little bit more and be more competent because I'm ready for this to end. Um, the good news is I think that like things, if they go by plan, they should be, you know, getting better by 2022 next year. Um, but yeah, that's enough COVID talk. I don't want to like depress you guys, but I just hope you guys can relate with me when I say like this pandemic is really, really frustrating. (laughs) That's one, one way to describe it is that it's just frustrating. It's not something any of us asked to be in our lives. Obviously we didn't expect it or have preparation for it. And it just hit all of us like crazy. And now we're stuck dealing with the consequences. And then some people aren't, you know, taking the right precautionary measures and makes it worse. And it's just horrible. So all I have to say is stay safe during this holiday season, especially during the winter time. Cases are up higher. You know, even if it's not COVID, you could get the flu or any other sickness that's going around. It's just a very easy time to get sick. And I have already heard of so many people who are getting the virus. So just please stay safe. It's okay to want to like enjoy time with family and friends, but, you know, make sure that you have the right protection and that you're being careful about it because it's truly not something that we want to keep dealing with. Um, So yeah, I hope you all are are staying safe. And if you've lost anyone to COVID-19, I'm truly sorry. I've been lucky enough to not lose anyone during this pandemic close to me, but um, I've heard so many stories and it's just really devastating what happens, you know? So it's just something to think about. Just be cautious and be generous and kind toward others, especially during a time like this. So yeah, anyways, my Christmas was pretty good. Um, I am going to just hang out with a couple of friends for New Year's. I don't really know what's going on then, but um, that's those are my New Year's plans. And then again, that, that brings in the COVID equation. It's like, ah, uh, like I'm, I don't know what's right and what's wrong, and like how many people like it feels all, almost like lockdown all over again. And I don't know what I like. I, I'm vaccinated. I'm getting my booster on Wednesday, and. December 29th you guys are all probably listening to this at different times but I'm getting my booster this week and you know I'm 17 so I'm obviously young and healthy but you know I just I'm taking those steps but I still feel like you know is is it okay for me to go and do these things is it not like the the data and the recommendations are constantly changing and so I just I you know I do my best I really do um Anyways, sorry, got off on a tangent there. I didn't ask for anything really for Christmas except for small stuff because I just couldn't think of anything. Um, but I did end up getting some really cool gifts. Um, I learned that I'm going on like a trip for my graduation this summer, so that's really exciting. Might be going to Europe, which is crazy because I, I that was like I, I've gone to Europe once when I was in fourth grade, and that was the biggest and best trip I've ever been on, so I've been, like, really wanting to go back, so that might be where I go. I'll keep you guys updated, but yeah, I got that. I got a thing for my camera. Um, I got some little, you know, I got clothes and some chapstick, and I got some gift cards, too, so that's exciting, but yeah, I want to know what you guys got for Christmas, so, you know, give me a little haul. DM me. Let me know what you got. Um, 
and yeah, I I think that's about it as far as my holiday season is going. I've just finished up almost every single one of my college applications. I have one important one left. Um, I basically only have one left, so that's literally the best thing ever. Then I just don't have to worry about it, and I can just wait for my decisions. And my earliest decision will come in February, so I, you know it feels so far away because it's still December, but it's January in a few days, and that means a one month until I start getting a few college decisions. So that's that's kind of exciting slash scary, <laughs> but I'll keep you guys updated on how everything goes. I know some of you guys are a little bit invested in the college process for me. So anyways, um, I want to get straight into advice. I'm actually going to see Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movie in like an hour. Um, so I'm trying to hurry and do this podcast because I forgot to do it earlier in the day. I'm sorry guys, but I'm going to get into your advice to make sure that I can get that done for you guys. So this is a really long email that I got, but it looks like there's some good tea in here. (laughs) So this person said, okay, so this is probably going to be really long and confusing, but it's something that I've been thinking about for a while. So I met this guy when I started playing volleyball. He was on my volleyball team and we started becoming friends. Before I knew it, I realized that I liked him. During volleyball, we would stare at each other and talk whenever I got the chance. I also found out he went to my school, but that he was also, but that he was an eighth grader. I'm in seventh. Moving on, volleyball ended, but we kept texting. We couldn't talk during school because we didn't have any classes together almost every night. Eventually, when we were on FaceTime, I found out that he was single and had the same birthday. Irrelevant, but I don't know. It kind of made me think it was a sign or something. So we were talking for about three to four months and I really got the sign that he liked me back. I decided that I would tell him I liked him before anything went further. Here's a glimpse of what our conversation was like. Me. Our friendship has been great and I don't want to mess anything up or make you uncomfortable, but I like you. Him. For real? Me. Yeah. Him. Look, our friendship is okay, but I like someone else and I think we're going to start dating soon, so I'm sorry. Anyway, yeah, rejection. So the next night when I'm about to dinner, when I'm out to dinner, he texts me this. I liked you and I don't think that... I don't think the thing with the other girl is going to work out and I don't want to sound like a jerk, but if it doesn't work, would you maybe want to try us together? Oh boy, that's the biggest red flag. Anyways, I obviously said yes, but I still thought it was, I still thought I was a second choice. No, yeah, like that's exactly, I'm sorry I'm interrupting this, but like absolutely he's making you a backup, a second choice, which is such a, such a red flag. Anyways. The new week comes and he texts me and he asks if I want his hoodie, so I get his hoodie and go home. I get a call from him asking if I want to go out with him. I say yes, again, but I still have a really bad feeling about the relationship and I don't know what to do. We text good morning and good night, but eventually I decide to tell him how I really feel. I say, hey, so I don't really know how to say this, but I don't think this is going to work out and I don't think you're right for me. Him. Okay, but can I just ask why? Me. I don't know. I was trying to figure stuff out before I told you, and then when you told me that I was basically your second choice, I started to doubt our relationship, but kept saying yes. I'm sorry if I've hurt you in any way, and I truly wish the best for you, but I just think it was the right person, wrong time. He just said he understands and told me goodnight, and I thought everything was over. I felt good about myself for the next couple days until he texted me saying this. You weren't second, you were first. I told the girl I like someone else, and she said, okay, you don't have to respond to this message or change your mind. It really got to me, and now I'm starting to second-guess everything. I don't know what to do because he was actually good to me, and I feel like it's all my fault. My parents got divorced, and I feel like I have some relationship issues because of that, and the gut feeling was all in my head. Then again, he could have just said I wasn't the second choice because when he went back to the other girl, she rejected him. I really don't know what to do, and I don't want to keep going after someone who doesn't even want me. I know I'm young and still have a lot of time in life, but I've never felt so strongly about someone before. I know this is a lot, but I would love to hear some good advice. Okay, so... I know that you feel like you have this strong connection with him and you've never liked someone this much before and I've been there especially when it's like one of the first people that you like when you're that young it's hard to not be attached um but I I think that 
you know, you're smart and you figured out that, you know, there's something weird going on here. And I just want to reiterate that. Like, the fact that he rejected you just to see if something worked out with another girl first is an absolute no. If I were you in that position, I would probably never speak to him again because it's just disrespectful. He was basically putting you on the back burner, hoping that, like, you'd be fine with, you know being his backup option and it's just not okay you I can tell you have respect for yourself and you want to do what's right and in this situation having respect for yourself means you're not going to let him into your life that way you guys can be friends that's different but like don't let him in romantically um knowing that he wasn't even going to prioritize you until he got rejected by the other girl like you said here at the end that he only came back because he got rejected by the other girl and i just think that's wrong on so many levels the person that you should be with is should be someone that is automatically like i'm into you there's no mixed signals at all and this guy is just not doing that and I just feel I I feel bad because I understand that you have a strong connection with him and you like him and and he apologized or whatever and you guys kind of worked things out a little bit but it doesn't change the fact that he like originally rejected you for another girl and if I were you I would just say look you know I appreciate this but it's just not it's not right and you did kind of do that and don't like it's okay to like overthink things and kind of do a double take and think oh did I do this right is this was this the right thing to say but I would not you know go back I I don't think that you should have a regret about that because he definitely isn't the right one for you I can tell you that right now the right one for you you it, it he will come and you'll know because it will be someone who actually prioritizes you from the get-go rather than when his other option falls apart you know so that's that's all I can say about that just like I can tell you have respect for yourself and just keep staying strong and you can be friends with him, but I would not, if I were you, I just wouldn't be anything romantic with him. And then you also finish the email off by saying, I'm going to leave this on a good note regarding my last email. I have come out to some of my family as bisexual. It feels good to live in my real skin and I feel like listening to others talk about their sexuality on your podcast has really helped. Once again, I love you and your podcast so much and I'm so happy and proud for how far you have gone. I've been listening since day one and you've helped me take you have helped take me out of depression and hard times. Thank you so much for everything and stay smiling. Well, I'm definitely smiling reading that end part. I like, I almost teared up because that's so like sweet. And I like still to this day, I'm in awe at the fact that like you guys have said that I've helped you in, in certain ways. And I'm just like, how? Like I, you know, I try my best, but like, I feel like, I don't know. I, I just can't fathom the fact that like some of you guys have gotten positive experiences like this out of my podcast like I struggle with my own you know self-doubt and lack of self-confidence but when you guys say things like that it really it makes me feel good and it makes me feel really happy that somehow miraculously I am able to help people with this podcast and it's you know it's great like I I couldn't have asked for anything better so I really really appreciate all of your comments um and I am so proud of you for coming out as bisexual. I think that's great. And again, like the fact that my podcast helped you a little bit with that is crazy too. And you know, that's what I'm here for. That's my point is I want to make a difference and influence people no matter how small my community or big my community is, you know. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm so proud of you. So happy for you. And I hope that things just continue to be good for you. And you know what? Start pursuing people who really want to pursue you. I've been there and it's just not, 
it's not worth it and you deserve someone who like truly truly cares about you so this next email says hi sister spell i hope you've been well i've been struggling with something a lot lately and was wondering if you could give me advice on it also it's really cool that your passion for filmmaking is starting to grow even more as part of your audience i can't wait to see what amazing stuff you'll do in the future super exciting thank you so much that again made me smile that's like i just love you guys so much like you guys are you pay attention to like all my little things that i say my hobbies and it's great anyways um my question is how do you deal with fomo fear of missing out sometimes i tend to overthink when there's even a little shift in dynamic amongst me and my friends when they all go out to hang out together and i can't because i'm busy i start to worry that they're having too much fun without me and the next day i'll feel left out when they talk about it how do i get over the anxiety that they'll replace or ditch me from my friend group because honestly i feel like it's all in my head i could just insert myself in the conversation and they'll be 100 percent okay with it but i just have anxiety about it and it makes me really sad thank you Oh boy, I have been here. I have 100% been here and I still get FOMO sometimes, but like way less than I used to only because I've realized that I truly enjoy my own company and that's like part of being an introvert is that I just truly love my alone time. I cherish it so much and I I would rather be alone 70% of the time than be out um, the other 30% of the time. Like that's kind of how I like to split it is I, I just... 70% of the time I want to be alone Um, and that's not like me trying to isolate myself or whatever it's just I truly function better I do my work better like you know I'll have like some times where I'll go over to friends houses or coffee shops and I'll do like some homework and study and it depends on the day like that can be very productive for me but like things like you know completing college applications and all that I just find that my room is like my little sanctuary and it's a place that I function the most and so things like that I just like to do things on my own you know and it's just and it's not even that I'm like a super independent person because I rely on people a lot to do or like help me with things or do things with me but um you know just when it comes to like the time I spend I spend it a lot alone and because of that I definitely have felt FOMO before because I see people posting on their snapchat stories you know how they went out or they're driving around in a parking lot or they are getting food, or they're at a party, or whatever it is, like, they're doing something really fun, they look like they're having fun with friends, and, you know, it's my friends, or just random people, and I definitely do feel a sense of FOMO, because I'm like, oh, like, maybe I should have gone out, or maybe I should have, you know, cleared my schedule and said yes, or whatever it is, and I do feel, like, a little bit of regret in those situations, but at the same time, I think I've grown to realize that, in the situations where I have said yes, where I was reluctant to go, like, you know, let's just say a friend invited me to have a sleepover or go hang hang out one night or something like that, and I didn't really, like, feel like it, but I said yes anyway, um, and this is just, like, a very vague general thing, like, I can't really think of a specific example, but this has happened to me in the past, where I've, like, said yes to something, thinking, like, oh, you know what, it'll be good if I go out, like, whatever, and I go, and I'm just, like, I literally wouldn't have missed out on anything. Like, I almost would rather just sit in my room and, like, watch a movie by myself than, than go out because I don't know why I went out, you know? Like, it's it's like that. It's, it's weird, but it just... I know everyone's different, but for me, it's like I don't really regret not going out anymore because I've realized that every time I do go out, it's not as exciting or special as people make it out to be, especially in the age of social media. People will post all of these aesthetic looking pictures. Everyone's smiling. Everyone's having fun. But in reality, when you're out during those nights, the pictures that you post 
are nowhere near close to the experience that you actually have. Now, sometimes they are, but like a lot of times, at least for me, they aren't. You know, I'll post pictures with my friends and then it looks like we're having a great time. It's fun. But meanwhile, I was anxious the whole time or I was uncomfortable the whole time or whatever it is. Um, And so that just kind of, to me, solidifies my okayness with not going out because I realize even if I did go out, I probably wouldn't miss out on a whole lot. It's almost like um, occasionally when I go camping and I don't have service, I won't be on social media for like two days sometimes because I can't see anything without service and so when I get back I'm like oh what did I miss like I get anxious about it because I'm like even the littlest things like TikTok trends like oh what have I missed on TikTok or what if there was some big tea that came out and I'm a tea channel so I pay attention to that kind of stuff or what if like you know my friends texted me and it was really urgent but every time I come back rarely is there something that is so urgent that I you know I would have hated missing out on or whatever like it's just never as bad as you think so I feel like if you get into the mindset that I'm in where it's like okay like yeah I feel like it could have been fun if I went out but also like it's okay if I stay in too then it it should like tremendously help me help you like it's definitely helped me a lot um over time especially with COVID and things like people who don't follow like the quarantine rules or whatever like during the early days of the pandemic like I was like why are you guys going out like whatever and I was just like oh you know I wish I could be like going out doing things right now but you know it's just like it's just not that that big of a deal honestly when you realize like what actually happens when you go hang out with these people it's like it's really not as fun and crazy as you think it is and maybe it is a few nights but not every single night so my short answer would be that it doesn't matter too much because you know although I understand the anxiety of not being around your friends when they're all together and missing out there are so many things that you should prioritize before that and that is your mental health your well-being your responsibilities your homework whatever it is that you're doing that prevents you from going to hang out it's okay that that happens it's happening for a reason maybe that you know maybe it's great that you have this assignment due tonight and you can't go hang out with your friends because it would have been bad anyway maybe there was drama that night and you just wouldn't have wanted to be there like in the first place you never know but I think really everything happens for a reason I've said that so many times on this podcast but it's true and it you know it's not it's not ever as big of a deal as you think it is so I wouldn't worry about them replacing you or ditching you or anything as long as you're constantly not constantly but frequently interacting with them and keeping up with them and showing that you care about their friendships and not constantly saying no to hanging out with them because that's a different story if you're like really like never able to hang out and you're not really contacting them much then from their perspective it's like oh she doesn't really want to hang out with us but um I think as long as you're like interacting with them and you explain to them why you can't hang out you know little things like that it just shows that you're putting an effort to the friendships and if they're true friends they will not ditch you or or leave you or replace you so it definitely is partially in your head if you have anxiety because I I do have anxiety and I, I deal with those thoughts a lot but um I've definitely learned to manage them over time so yeah hopefully this helps. All right, so this next person said, Hi, Sister Spill. I hope you're doing well. So lately, I've been trying to work out every day for about 15 minutes to feel comfortable in my own body or get my dream body. However, every time I feel hungry, I force myself to not eat for hours. Trigger warning, I guess. Um, My mom would always tell me to eat, and I tell her that I'm not hungry, although I'm starving because I haven't eaten for like almost the whole day. Even in school, I usually skip lunch and just drink water. I know I should eat, even if it's a little bit, but I feel guilty of myself whenever I do. Any advice? Thank you. All right, so all I will say is like I've 
been here before, not nothing extreme, so you guys don't have to worry, but um, I, you know, there was a time kind of more like last winter where I was working out, like I was going to the gym with my mom and I was actually like losing weight and stuff um, because I was actively working out and I was eating in a caloric deficit, meaning you're eating less calories um, than you're burning or whatever, or is that right? I don't know. Anyways, you're, you're basically eating less and you're watching your food more. And so I found myself like worrying about everything that I was eating, like how many calories does this have? And you know, is this going to be good for me? Or maybe I should not have this, or I'm not allowed to have treats or desserts because I'll go over my limit, like things like that. Um, and like I said, it wasn't anything extreme, but it was to the point where I was just like, okay, like, come on now. Like it's okay. You can let loose a little bit as long as you're focusing towards, you know, your goal, focusing on your goals and working toward a you know, what you want, then it's okay. Like it's, it's all right. It's not that doesn't have to be that strict. Um, so I think just like having, have some compassion for yourself and for your body and tell yourself that your body needs to function and it needs to work properly. And it can't do that when it's not getting any food or enough food. So please, please, please take care of yourself. I know it can be really hard getting sucked into the trap of getting this dream body and working out every day and watching YouTube videos because I trust me for like a long time like last year and like the year before like I would watch a YouTube video every single day and follow it and do like 50 you know get abs in three months kind of videos like 15 minute ab workouts and all that crap and I've learned that like in the time that I spent doing that none of that actually really helped me that much and what did help me was when I actually started going to the gym with my mom lifting weights um And then actually eating more because when you like exercise, depending on what you're doing, you need more calories actually to fuel your body to make more energy. And you want, you, you want that extra food, extra fuel because it gives you more energy. Um, it helps you when you're working out. Like there's so many benefits to that and, and actually eating less is worse for you in the long run. Um, even though it seems like, you know, if I don't eat this, you know, I'll be, you know, I'll be skinnier or whatever, but in the long run, it genuinely will not help you the way you think it will. So I suggest doing a little bit more research on it because I'm not an expert, but doing the, like your own research about what's good for your body specifically, instead of just falling into the trap of YouTube videos that are like, you'll, you know, you'll get your perfect body if you follow this tutorial for three weeks or whatever. Like it's, it's entirely unrealistic and you need to start fuel, fueling your food with body and not feeling guilty about it because at the end of the day, food is fuel. I have seen so many fitness influencers kind of take up that that phrase that food is fuel because it really is. It's fuel that you need to be healthy and strong and you should want fuel and it's totally okay to watch what you eat but just make sure that it's not taking over your entire life to the point where you're not eating anything because that's extremely unhealthy and I just would hate anyone like I would hate to see anyone fall into that trap because there's just so many like misconceptions online about how to get that dream perfect body and they're not true. They're really not true. So you have to be really careful um, and, you know, just do your best to do research on what works for you. I would say my biggest advice is that, you know, you can eat things that you like, uh, but maybe don't eat like super large portions or you can eat unhealthy things, but don't eat super large portions of that. Like, I don't know, I guess it's more just like eat food in moderation, meaning not too much or too little of anything. And don't worry about eating junk food or having ice cream. Like it's not a big deal, especially at like young ages. We should be allowed to have fun with our friends and not worry about what we're, you know, putting into our bodies. So it's, it's not like, it shouldn't be as because of, 
big of a deal as it is, but unfortunately social media has clouded so many people's views on beauty standards and how bodies should look and I just want you to know that like there is no perfect body because everyone is always going to strive to look like someone else and once you get there you're still going to want something more it's just never enough for people so you might as well just be comfortable with what you have and the body that you you know currently are are living in um and as hard as that is it's just something to really strive for because i feel like all of us just need some more body positivity in our lives so yeah i hope this helps you a little bit but if you ever have any more concerns or questions or you want more advice let me know this person said i'm in i'm in ninth grade and me and my group of four friends have been friends since fourth grade we went to the same elementary and back in eighth grade i was pulled out of school and homeschooled but my friends weren't and they made a new friend we will call v I guess we used to like her, but now we all don't. She's rude and annoying, but what should I do? By the way, I understand how petty this is. Um, I guess I'm a little bit confused on what you mean by what should I do. Like, what should you do about, like, this new friend being annoying, I guess is what you're trying to say. Um, you know, I in middle school, I had a lot of petty drama. I've talked about this before, but... There were a few instances where, you know, one of us would invite another person to sit with our group at lunch and the rest of us would be like, ah, you know, we're not really vibing with this person, you know, or or they would literally be straight up rude to us or they were just rude people. And we're just like, yeah, this sucks. Like, we don't want this person to like constantly, constantly be sitting in our friend group, as mean as that sounds. Um, so I, I like, I understand the situation. At the same time, though, I think it's very important to be the mature one in the situation. And if this person is being mature and rude, make sure that you like, don't do anything of the same nature back to her, because at the end of the day, that's just going to make you look worse than her. Um, and I'm not saying you're doing that, but that's just something that I wanted to get off my chest. Um, it's important to understand where people are coming from. Maybe she's acting this way because of something else going on, or maybe she, you know, you're not close enough to her yet to understand the way she acts. I don't know. I'm not trying to make excuses for her or anyone. I just, like, I'm trying to kind of understand the situation more because you gave me such, like, few details that I'm not sure what to say about it other than, um, you know, it does suck if you're being surrounded by someone who's negative or bringing down your friend group or you know, constantly rude to you. Uh, but at the same time, like the true friends that are meant for you will stick in your life. And, um, I think that, you know, fake friends or not great friends from my experience never really last long in my life. They always find their way out of my life in some way or another. So I wouldn't worry about it too much right now. Just be civil, be nice, be polite and see where it goes. That's, that's all I can really uh, give you. Okay, so that is all I'm going to be recording for this podcast episode. Of course, it's a little bit shorter than usual, but I told you guys I had to go watch the Spider-Man movie tonight, and so I don't really have time to record anymore. Um, and by the time I get back, it'll be late, so I, I gotta just publish it right away. But I love you all. Um, if you would like to ask for advice for next week, you can DM, DM me on Instagram as usual, on um, at sisterspillyt on Instagram, or at spillcastofficial. You can send me a voice message on Instagram, or you can send me a voice message through Anchor. Um, which is in the link the link in the description of this podcast episode or you can email me at sisterspillytt at gmail.com um, and if you listen to this episode all the way through dm me what you are planning to do for new year's and i think that's it i will talk to you guys next week